Hi friends, welcome to my podcast, Signed the Authentic Me. This is episode number three, Embracing Confidence. Hey everyone, I am so excited for this podcast because it's something that means a lot to me and that I know that can help you improve your quality of life and just enjoy your time on this earth so much more. And that's that's what it's all about, just trying to find joy in the journey. Um, okay, so today I'm talking about confidence. And if you would have asked me two years ago if I would be able to like actually um and help empower people on gaining confidence and understanding what true confidence is, I would have laughed because I had a totally warped but normal. Sadly, it's a very common interpretation and um, idea of what confidence is. So let me start with what I used to really think confidence was. I used to think confidence was a destination. I was positive that when I reached something or when I got a little bit better or when I was kinder or when whatever, whatever it is, that I would be more confident. And that is just not true. If someone wants to um, not argue, but bring up a different idea of how that could be true, I'd love to hear it. Since this is a podcast of one person talking, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead, but always feel free to reach out to me because I would love to hear your ideas. Okay, so I'm going to start off um, by saying confidence feels amazing. It's something we're all striving after. It's something we're trying to gain more of because it feels good. I'm not talking about, I mean, most of us aren't actually striving to become like a narcissist and (laughs) become know that like to put other people down to put us up I don't think people get up in the morning and really think that but we are trying to feel better about who we are because we put so much time and effort into who we are shouldn't we be allowed to feel good about who we are it just makes sense and that's what I'm talking about today is that you really do have the opportunity to feel pretty pretty good about who you are and who you're trying to become most of the time and ideally all of the time because berating yourself and talking negatively to yourself and all the other things that we do on a regular basis are not going to propel you forward as well as loving yourself and patiently caring for yourself and allowing yourself to feel confident in who you are becoming and what you're doing today, it will give you better results. I know it will. Because it's allowing you to propel forward with you and all of you. And I promise that your weaknesses can propel you forward. I know it makes you feel like, sometimes it makes me feel like I'm like, swimming against the current when my weaknesses sometimes I'm like my weaknesses are acting up it's like a flare-up of like acne or something 
but <laughs> that is how it feels. But you're getting stronger, so there are good things happening. And you actually are getting closer to your, de- to your destination when you can feel confident in, even in those weaknesses. So I wanted to talk today about three different ways that you can embrace confidence now and today. You can start on that journey today. So number one is redefining confidence. This is really important. And I, it's almost like I'm like, come on, let's make a movement for this because I am passionate about it. Confidence is not exactly what we tend to think it is. And I have to give a shout out to my sister Lizzie because her and her husband, Ryan, they have this amazing blog. It's called The Tandem Revolution. And they're super cute, but they are promoting healthy marriages and happy living and good families. And Lizzie's promoting mother. A blog post that I felt explained so well what I'm going to be talking about. Um, and it's found on her website, The Tandem Revolution. And so I would, I'll put a link to it in my podcast um, description so you guys can find it. But I would really recommend going to read it because I think it, in a concise way, um, talks about confidence, especially in motherhood. And so, okay. So I wanted to talk about, I don't know if someone said this before or if it came to my brain, but if someone said it before, sorry for not quoting it, but confidence is a journey and not a destination. So how I can explain this is, so for those of you who have gone on a hike, or have walked on a path that's a little bit more like, it's not just a straight sidewalk path, it's a little more rocky. Have you ever noticed that you look at your feet a lot? I just, I was thinking about a time that I hiked Squaw Peak. It's a place in Provo, Utah. And I was hiking up there and I was staring at my feet the entire time. And what's funny is I feel like I'm a pretty, like, I'm pretty good at like where I place my feet or foot placement, what would you say that? when I'm hiking, but I still looked at my feet the whole time. I had good boots on, like hiking boots, and I was just watching my feet, and then we got up to the top. It was like, it was a pretty long hike. Not super, like, hard terrain, but it's a hard hike. We got to the top, looked at the beautiful view for a while. To be honest, it wasn't that pretty of a view, because you just look out over lots of towns and stuff. There's some mountains. If you look the other way, there's lots of pretty mountains and stuff. But I just remember the whole time being like, I know that we hike for the view, but that wasn't that great. And so thinking about that, I'm like, well, on that hike, on the way down, I was a little more confident. I remember looking around and going, wow, look at all the beautiful like aspen trees and just all the different like flora and fauna if you want to sound technical but all just it was just really pretty and I remember I like talked more with the people I was hiking with and it was just a much more enjoyable hike and yes I was going downhill so that's always nice but isn't that so funny that we a lot of times miss the entire hike up because we're worried about where we're placing our feet and yes you do want to be careful you don't want to slip it's important to look down at your feet just like in life it's important to check in and make sure you know you want to be watching you don't want to just go 
not paying attention to what you're doing. But, and then we get to the top, the destination. So we missed the whole journey. We get to the destination. We're standing on firm ground. We look out and then we turn around and go back. So the destination wasn't even all that it was cracked up to be. And we missed the whole joy of the journey. And all that we can remember from the hike up is how painful it was. We have no recollection of how pretty it is or what what's going on around us. So anyway, I'm hoping that this makes sense when I'm talking about how confidence really is a journey and not so much the destination. Because the journey is going to make it so we can actually enjoy the destination. But if we're not enjoying the whole process of becoming and embracing who we are along the way and growing, we'll get to the destination and go, oh, I don't even remember how I got here. And I'm a little bit let down because it wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. And I'm hoping that makes sense to you. But if not, that's okay. But what I'm inviting you to do as something that's available to you now and not later. So the next step is going to talk about how how you do that. And it's so the next step is embracing all of you. So this means loving the good, which is actually pretty easy. We're all pretty good at loving the good about us for the most part. So it's hard to always see the good or identify it as good. But when we're having a good hair day, it's really easy to feel confident about our hair that day. When we're having a bad hair day, it's really easy to feel unconfident about our hair that day. So a great way to think about this is think of a child you know pretty well. That could be your own child. It could be a niece or nephew, a brother or sister, um, a son or daughter of a friend. Think about how, how do you talk to them when you make a mistake? I know that for the most part, we all lose our temper at times and we say things that we regret. But for the most part, when a child makes a mistake, they trip or they break something, even if it's something valuable. Even though our first reaction is kind of like, oh no, it's also when we see the kind of like the look in their face that, oh no, I made a mistake or something, we are so quick to either forgive or to offer up encouragement like, oh, it's okay. I make mistakes all the time. Or that's, it's normal. We all do that. We all, you know, and you try to help them see that it's not that big of a deal, that it's okay, and that you still love them, that your love or your support or your confidence in them has not altered because of the action that they made, whether it's they broke something of yours or something. Isn't that funny? But then what do you do to yourself when you break something valuable or you say something stupid or you forget something in public or, I don't know, you break a goal that you've made? How quick are we to go, oh, there I go. I did it again. I knew I always do that. Or I'm not even good at all these things. And then you spiral down and you start spinning in the I'm not good enough or just all that negative self-talk that we do. And I am not talking like I don't do this. I think I notice it more and I think I'm better at catching it quicker, just like you guys will be if this is something you want. But we all do this, but we would never, ever do this to another person for the most part. We really wouldn't, especially when you think of them as a child. And I guess something to think about is we're all somebody's child. 
you can either think of that from a religious standpoint that we're all children of a God, or you can think about it in a more on earth standpoint of we all have parents of some form, you know, whether we know them well or, you know, we all are a child to someone. And how does that, how do we deserve to be spoken to? And often the person that's on us the most and giving the least amount of mercy and kindness is ourselves. And so I guess what I'm inviting you to do is to start to work with that inner you. When you make a mistake or you do something that's not quite up to what you would have liked to do, just see how you feel if you give yourself a little bit more grace than you usually do. If you say, oh, that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm a human. I'm normal that I made a mistake. This is actually healthy that I'm making mistakes. I'm on track because I'm making mistakes sometimes. These mistakes are actually here to propel me forward. My weaknesses are here to make me even better. And that kind of talk is not easy at first. And if it feels uncomfortable at first, that's even more normal. So that's awesome. If it's awkward and weird and it fumbles and it's not normal, that's okay. Keep practicing. It's like learning a new language. It's not going to be easy at first, but I promise it is worth it. So the next step that I wanted to talk about is practice making the conscious choice to embrace you. So, I mean, we kind of talked about this in the last one, but what I'm talking about is kind of the long term. This is the long haul. It is going to take practice. I wish I could just say, guys, magic, you're going to be confident after listening to this podcast. You won't. <laughs> I mean, maybe you will. Maybe that was the wrong way to put it. But it, anything worth doing takes some work, and I know you're up for it. I really do. I don't even know everyone. I wish I did. Everyone who listened to this podcast. When I look at the stats, sometimes there are people in different states that I don't know anyone from personally. So I know that there are people that I don't know, but I just already have confidence in your ability to embrace you. We are able to help so many more people than if we aren't at that level. And so I really am a believer that it starts with you. So you'll hear so many times in this podcast me embracing the idea that, yes, mothers sacrifice so much, but they don't need to sacrifice themselves. And if they do, they're sacrificing a lot of other things, unnecessary things, and they're actually sacrificing some of what they can be giving to their kids and to their spouses and different things like that. And so do this work for you because you love you. Also, because you love your kids, your future kids, your spouse, your future spouse, because you love people, it's worth doing this work for yourself. Um, I mentioned my sister's article, um, blog article, but another thing she talks about is why your kids will thank you for being, for choosing to be a confident mother. And something that when I've had conversations with her, um, when I think of her, I think of someone who feels pretty comfortable in their own skin. When I see her make mistakes, she just kind of laughs and goes, oh, that's just me. Like, and I just always like, man, how does she do that? 
when I've asked her, she kind of was joking, but seriously, like, oh, I just kind of faked it for a really long time. And I was like, faked it. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good thing. But then she explained it more. And I was like, and I thought about it. I'm like, sometimes it's just a choice. Sometimes it's just a choice to go, mm, my body's telling me not to feel confident right now. My brain's doing its normal little talk of like, I'm not good enough, so I shouldn't feel confident. I'm not at this level, so I shouldn't feel confident. Challenge those thoughts. And that's what I took from what she was telling me of like, oh, so I can like kind of not feel confident, but choose to believe I'm confident. So isn't that kind of interesting? You don't always have to go off of what your body's telling you to feel. I mean, we do it all the time. I feel like going to get a big spoonful of Nutella right now, but I'm not. I might do it afterwards, but I'm not right now because I'm choosing to do my podcast. So I have that desire that I'm kind of just going, oh, that's okay. I'm not going to do that right now. But thank you, brain, for working well. You're a well-working brain, but I'm going to go a different route. And so when your brain starts going down the path of like, oh, I'm just not confident enough. I don't, I'm not a good enough mom or whatever we tell ourselves. Just try. It's kind of fun. You might feel like a crazy person because you're kind of talking to yourself. But as long as you're not talking out loud and as long as you don't answer yourself, it's fine, right? <laughs> My husband likes to talk out loud a lot. It's really funny. Um, but just try to... Just try to, like, contradict it a little bit. Just see what happens. To be like, oh, brain, mm, thank you for that thought. But actually, I'm going to go with a different one today. I'm going to go with, you know what? I am good enough. I am nice enough for right now. I'm a pretty good mom. And if you want to try to find evidence for it, that's great. But just, just try to challenge it. And it might feel uncomfortable. It might even make you start to feel a little bit of anxious, a little anxiety or a little tense in your body because your body's going, halt, wait, what? Like, this is a groundbreaking idea. You can't just do this. Like, I tell you what to do and you do it. But that's okay. Just kind of, just let it happen. Just let, just let those feelings come. Let, (laughs) let your brain kind of go crazy for a second because it's like, it's like it's been hardwired to do something for so long and you're going, ooh, I have a different idea. And it's going to scare it for a second. But that's okay. You can do that. I know you can do it. Okay, so um, that is the episode for today. And I, I hope that you got something out of it. And if you did, please share it with someone that you know could use this because they will thank you for it. This is some good stuff. I know it is. And I know that it's stuff that can, these teachings can really start shaping how we look at each, look at ourselves and the happiness that we're actually able to feel um, on this earth and while we're doing this mortal journey. So join me next week. It'll be another grand old time. I didn't have my son fussing in the background. Kind of sad about that. He's been really sick. Um, he's got the stomach flu. Just really sad. So he is sleeping soundly right now, which makes me happy. Makes a mom's heart happy. Okay. See you guys next week. Bye.